0: to the Amazing Clarks podcast. My name is Anthony Clark.
1: And I'm Melanie Clark.
0: And we We are are the Amazing Amazing Clarks. Clarks. Melanie and I, we are both award-winning certified life and love coaches and we're a married couple that have been passionately in love for 30 years. On today's show, we're going to talk about the top five exercise. Now this is going to be a great exercise that you guys can use to do a lot of amazing things in your life. You know what, before we start off, let's catch up. How you been? I've been great. How you been? I've been good. How you doing? So what's been great about you in your life?
1: I have just been living the dream, baby. I am loving everything I'm doing. I'm manifesting like crazy, which is my favorite. You know, I love to play with the universe. I love to play with energy. So a lot of things that I have asked for and planted seeds for are coming to fruition and I feel crazy excited about it. A little overwhelmed because it's all at one time. Obviously we love doing this podcast. We have a book coming out. We just launched our nonprofit. I have a huge online program that I'm creating in my consulting business that's getting ready to launch. And plus a full schedule of clients and being, you know, your wife and doggy sitting, our grand doggies when our kids go out of town (laughs) All of it. All at one time. Uh, so I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm great. So do you prefer having grand right now as opposed to grandchildren?
1: Yes, indeed I do. I have nothing against, you know, having grandchildren, but I have so many things that I've always wanted to accomplish in my life. Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of things on hold to raise my children because my children were the priority So this is just such an amazing time in my life because I can just focus on what I want and do what I want and be really, really laser focused and a little selfish with my time and my energy. So I am happy to watch them grand doggies. All they require is a a bowl of water on the floor and some (laughs) food and a walk here and there. Good enough. There's no diapers. There's no crying. There's no, you know, getting up in the middle of the night. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And- I'll just let my children know. I could wait another 10 years before we have grandchildren.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm good on the grandchildren right now. I'm loving our life. I'm loving the freedom that we have. Um, I'm loving that we're planning amazing trips. We're even planning, still planning on moving to Ghana. A lot of you guys, um, yeah, you might have not have known that, but that's one of been a, one of our goals for a long time, is to move to Ghana, to, re- to actually to build a retreat there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to make that happen and we are moving closer to that all the time.
1: Let's deal with this big block of energy in front of us first, and then we'll, we'll get back to that plan. That's a
0: much bigger plan, but it's yes. exciting. We're coming, Ghana, we're coming. We're coming. We're on our so, way. So let's talk about the top five exercise.
1: But I, I wanted to talk about something else really quick yeah, before we do yeah, we, okay. This, okay. this is your time. Let's, okay, 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 okay. So I was talking to someone this week, and we were talking about being married for a really long time, and we were talking about sex. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about just how when you've been married for a long time, that who initiates lovemaking? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's this back and and forth. Who's going to initiate? And then how do you get your body turned on, right? Like, how do you get your energy ready? Mm -hmm. And so as we were talking about this, we were talking about that you have to be vulnerable. And sometimes that's really hard. Even when you've been with someone for a long time, It's hard to say, I want to do it, Hmm. right? It can be. Yes, it can be. So I was giving this person advice about how they can get past that, the issue of vulnerability and what they can do to get themselves ready. Mm, Good topic. Ready to connect with um, their partner. And so one of the things we were talking about was that for men, your sex organs are external. So you have this constant awareness of your sexuality. And for women, our sex organs are internal. So it's more in our head. It's more in our mind. It's more we have to think about it. We have to align our thoughts with it. And this person I was talking to didn't realize that. So Mm -hmm. she never thinks about it. And then when her husband wants to do it, she just goes for it. But Mm -hmm. she can't be present. She can't be in the moment with it.
0: Which, of course, doesn't lead to what happens when you're
1: not in the moment. Yeah, It's a disconnect, right? Mm -hmm. It's a disconnect. So we were just talking about how to get yourself mentally and emotionally prepared for lovemaking. So I shared with her one of the things that I do is that I (laughs) this is going to sound so silly.
0: Okay, people, let me warn you that (gasps) this is grown folk, folk business talk right here. So a lot of you, like eighteen-year-old, twenty-year-olds, like what? It's no big deal. You just do it. No. But as you get, you start mature, to get mature as you mature, and you have life. Yeah. And life happens. And responsibilities. And responsibilities. It changes. Yes.
1: So what I was telling her was what I do is, on Thursdays, <laughs> mm-hmm. I start thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. I consciously start thinking about sex, mm-hmm. so that I could start waking my body up. And I can turn my energy from work, which is my masculine energy. When I work, I use my masculine energy to more feminine energy.
0: So when you say you're thinking about sex, what exactly are you thinking, Melanie
1: Clark? I am not gonna tell you <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> I may be transparent. That
0: part of the love revolution it will, will not, not be televised. televised.
1: <laughs> I think about whatever I need to think well, about to it. get me I'm there. How about that?
0: <laughs> that's the <laughs> way to get there. Okay, you get there. get
1: there. Get there when you yeah. can. So I wanted to talk about that because it's part of the top five, right? That's good. Yeah,
0: you know, that's a really good point. And you know, like you said, for men, it's true. There are sexual parts, for the most part, outside. They're external. Mm -hmm. But it's also really mental for guys as well. And what a lot of women don't get is why one of the reasons it's so easy for for men to be very ready sexually. Yes, it's because it's external, the genitals. But it's also because so much of the male beingness is connected to sex. Uh Sex is not only the way that we feel good sexual gratification, but it's also how we express our love for the woman we're with. It's how we express our masculinity. It's how we express our creativity, how we connect to women. And so a lot of women tend to think, yeah, it's just about, you know, for guy just getting off and that's that, that's that. It's actually much deeper than that. And so with women, it's like, you guys need a lot of, tend to need affection and touching and to be, you know, good conversations and things like that. And, but with men, we express a lot of that through sex.
1: And we need the touching beforehand without going in for the kill every time you touch us. That's what we need.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And so that leads into the top five exercise. Yes. So now, what I'd like you guys to do at home, I'm going to have you guys do a quick exercise. Grab a pen, a pencil, and some paper. Or use your computer or your phone, okay? I'm going to give you 10 seconds. One, two. Okay. Now, sorry. Can't wait to 10. but You got two. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go back. <laughs> so, write down your top five most dominant thoughts. Your top five most dominant thoughts that you have on a daily basis, let's say over the last two weeks. So, now, most people have about eight thoughts that they focus on all day long. They go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, then start all over again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The same thoughts over and over. So, for example, the first one might be, God, I hate my job. Man, I want a new job. Man, I wish I had a new job. And they'll focus on that all day long. The second one might be, God, I got to get to the gym. I don't get to the gym enough. I got to eat better. The third one, fourth one, fifth one, and on and on and on. So, write down your top five most dominant thoughts. And then we're going to come back to that later on.
1: And I want to add to that next to your to each thought. If it's a positive thought, put a plus sign. If it's a negative thought, put a minus next to it. So what does that have to do with sex? I'll tell you. Anthony and I were having a problem. We were not connecting sexually. I was working a lot, had a lot going on. So I was always tired and never in the mood. So whenever he would approach me, I would say, baby, I'm tired. Not tonight. I love you, though. I'm so sorry. I'm tired. And I don't want to speak for you, Anthony, but I'm, I know that after a while that started to bother you. It felt like rejection.
0: Of course. Right? And nobody likes that rejection, male or female. And then you put yourself out there. you got to be vulnerable. So you'll only do it a couple of times before you eventually pull back.
1: Yes. So we always do this top five exercise and we'll explain to you why, but I I just want you to understand it, like how we used it in our marriage. So we were doing this top five exercise and what I noticed was, I don't remember yours, Anthony, so you'll have to tell me what your top five were. My top five were something like work, business, money, kids, and Anthony. There was no sex on that top five. I was not thinking about it at all. I didn't give it any energy. Then Anthony's top five were, I think I remember your number one, sex, and then your number two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was, so it was, it was sex, but here's the, and it's tricky. So it's sex, then it was work, but then it was then it's family, um, the kids. Then it's like anything after, after working out, it would be like four, and then five. I wasn't sure what five was. But nothing major. Five was just probably like spending time on my own. Something like that. Now, keep in mind, if those of you are familiar with the law of attraction, some of you have probably heard of it and you think like, oh, it's the airy-fairy part. Just think positive and magical things will happen and you'll attract what you want and the things you want, manifestations will just fall out the sky and everything will be great. Just think positive. Nope. Yeah, no. Nah, that's the airy-fairy part of it. When Melanie and I learned about the law of attraction over almost 25 years ago, it resonated with us right away. And the law of attraction basically states that like attracts like. Whatever you focus on, you attract. And it resonated with us because we had been doing that without knowing it was the law of attraction. But then we wanted to learn the science behind it. Don't just tell me to airy-fairy. I want to see the nuts and bolts, the mechanics of it. How does it really work? So we spent years studying quantum physics, neuroscience, and getting the proof that it's, it's real. It's like gravity. You may not believe in gravity, but whether you believe in it or not, gravity still exists. And if you jump off that building, if you don't believe in gravity, gravity is not going to be like, oh, let them float to the ground because they don't believe in me. No, you, fall, you jump off that building, you're going to hit that ground whether you believe in gravity or not. And so the law of attraction is the same thing. It's science. And so basically what we realized when we did the top fives, five, it showed us what we were focused on. And what you focus on is what you will, you will be attracting. And so when I looked at my number one, and keep in mind, like I said earlier, for me, at least, and for a lot of men, sex is more than just sex. When I think about money, that feels sexual to me. That's sexual energy. That makes me feel sexy. And that inspires me to work and bust my butt and make more money. Sex is my number one thing. So with Melanie, I'm always like, hey, sex, I feel sexy. Let's make love. 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 Then I'm going to go make money. And then I'm going to go do all these other things. And her top five sex was where again
1: it wasn't even on it wasn't there wasn't
0: even on there so she wasn't focused on sex and i'm hyper focused on sex you see the disconnect why we weren't having sex and then when i'm you know approach like hey babe what's and she no i'm not there or or she tries to you know do it anyway it's like no i don't want you to do it if you don't want to do it i don't want pity p guys <laughs> use your imagination if you figure out the rest of that word i don't want pity pee. <laughs> I want you to give it to me because you want to, because you want me like I want you. So I'd get my feelings hurt. And we had passionate Aww. debates about it because our normal state of being is just being so aligned with each other and in love and happy that when there's a ripple, we notice it. And so we decided, okay, let's. what are we going to do about it?
1: So we started talking about it and I just kept it real. I'm very focused on my career right now. I'm very focused on my business and I love it and I feel passionate about it. And it's getting all of my energy. But I love you too. And you're important to me. So I'm going to consciously start shifting my energy. And if we could schedule sex, I know that's not sexy. I know it's not sexy. But if we could schedule sex on the weekends, then I can handle my business during the week. And then I could be present, vulnerable and available. And so we said, let's try it. If we hate it, we can change. And that's the thing, you gotta try things in your relationship. What works for us may not work for you, but you try stuff. So we said, let's try that. So then I realized now I have a goal. I know it's gonna happen. And he knows it's gonna happen. And that felt good. So it took away the rejection piece.
0: And it also took away that awkward dance. You know, that like you're in bed like this, because you're probably like, should I, should I not? Does she no, does she no wait? no wait yeah no pretend to be asleep, to be asleep. so he doesn't wait, try if she touches me like that wait oh wait a second no, she mean? didn't touch me okay wait <laughs> like like jumping double dutch like waiting to jump in the right. rope it's like come on and that's uh-huh. frustrating
1: so what i did was i started literally thinking about sex on thursdays thursday was think sex day i literally made myself like oh, we're going to have fun this weekend. It's going to be amazing. We're, it's going to be so sexy. I love his body. I started paying more attention. I started kissing him more. We had to talk about not going in for the kill. So there was more buildup, mm-hmm. like touching Thursday. But yeah. So by the time Saturday came or Friday night, I was ready. I was excited and wanted to be there.
0: But I'm going to be real. At first, when you were like, let's schedule it in for the weekend. Mm-hmm felt like, no, oh, hell no, I, I don't want to become that couple. I don't want to be that, you know, because you grow up and you always hear like, oh, couples have sex on scheduled times. And that's a turnoff. Right. And it was like, I don't want to become that. But then it's like, but be real. If you want it, you better get it any way you can get it right now. Make it the best way you can do it. So just be grateful. And so that's what we did. I just looked at it like, all right, well, I'm grateful. Let's try it. And it was true. The agreement was, don't go in for the kill because typically guys, let's be real. Once you go and you start kissing and she she's, you know, get a, response. get a response and then you, you want to go in and make it happen. So the agreement was no, let it build up, let it build up. And that's what happened. And then on the weekend, it was amazing. And there was no more guessing games. There was no more rejection. Uh, we set that time aside, made sure that we had the privacy and made it really romantic. And it was amazing. It was still is amazing. Yes, still is. Still is. That's why you got to sleep in the room with me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, I know that. Yes. And so that solved that issue. And so now the beauty of the top five exercise is that whatever it is that you want in life. So let's say with coaching, right? We've been coaching together, Melanie and I, for 22 years. Coach thousands of people. And so I'm going to use women, for example. We've got a lot of single women. That'll come to us, and they want to attract love. When we do their top five exercise, we find that there's nothing in on there about love and about relationships,
1: or it's the lack, or the thoughts are lack of love, lack of love, lack of love.
0: But in most cases, they're not thinking it. The number one is work, number two, the gym, number three, talking to the mother on the phone, Um, number four, the dog, number five, a trip, a trip, or the diet. There's nothing on there for a man. How are you going to attract? What you're not focused on. If you want to attract love in your life, that's the number one most important thing that you want to attract. When you do that top five exercise, that should be the first thing on your list. The most dominant thought. Your most dominant thoughts. So that means throughout the day, you should be focused on love and not the fact that you don't have love. No, because that's going to, with the law of attraction, what happens is that you'll attract more wanting to have love and more wanting, more wanting, but not getting. What you want to do is focus on fantasizing about being in love, fantasizing about having that partner, watching TV shows about love, having conversations with people that are in love. Bombard yourself with love. Bombard yourself with it. Celebrate it all day long. If you had love right now, what side of the bed would you sleep on? What side of the bed would your partner sleep on? Where would you guys go to hang out to to eat? Where would you guys go to hang out to have fun? Just play with it. Play with it. Yes. And not only thinking about it, But immerse all your senses in it. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? The more of your senses that you use when you visualize like that, the easier it is for your subconscious mind to manifest it for you. So use all of your senses and the emotions. How would you feel if you were in love right now? If you were in love right now, then feel that emotion all day long throughout the day. Hold that emotion with you. Then the second thing on your list, what is it that you want next on your list? That should be your number two, number three, number four, the number five. And the truth is after number three, it starts to get a little weak, your ability to manifest and attract it. So really, I'd really put that focus on your top three. And so what is it that you want in your life? And that's what should be on your top five list.
1: Exactly. And the same thing works in marriage. So when we do the top five for married couples a lot of times it's the same thing. It's they're not focused on each other or they're focused on each other in a negative way. My husband doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. And all the thoughts are what he doesn't do. When you look at your top five, what you're looking at is what you're manifesting. And people, I am sad and happy to say at the same time, sadly, I was not manifesting lovemaking but I'm happy that I figured it out because I am now. Because I know all I have to do is focus on it. And then the energy in my body responds to that. And then that becomes my energy and I can attract that. When I'm not focused on it, my body does not vibrate at that frequency and I cannot attract it because I'm not in alignment with it. I'm not a match to it. So whatever it is that you want to attract in your life, Put it on your top five thought list. You can literally consciously tell yourself what to think about and what to focus on. And when you do that, your body, everything in your body, all your cells will start to vibrate at that frequency and you'll become a match to that thing that you want to attract.
0: You know what? Believe it or not, guys, we actually manifested this show, this podcast with the Black Love Podcast Network. We didn't specifically focus like black love, black love. It was, let's focus on a platform where we can share what we teach, what we share with our clients, but now we can share it with the world. So, universe, bring us a platform. Man, that would be good. That would feel amazing. We'd love working together. The staff that we would attract would be amazing. We'd love working with them. Yes. So it would be like it's not even work because we'd be having fun. And the audience would love everything that we're giving and they would get so much out of it and be able to empower them and enhance the quality of their lives. We literally would focus on that. And that was one of our top fives for a couple of months. And
1: I'll add to that. Anthony and I have, you know, you saw what my top five was before. Number one was work. I was attracting a lot of work and I've worked hard and I've done a lot of work. So I changed my top five from work to I'm talent. I just want to be the talent. I want everybody else to do the work. I want to show up and do what I do best, which is coach and speak and inspire people. That's what I want to spend all my energy doing. And doing this podcast, we have an awesome producer that we love, and she, <laughs> yes. does, she does most of the work. We just get to show up and be ourselves and have a good time with each other. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, definitely a manifestation. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I am talent, and I just <laughs> attract people all over the place to help me do what needs to be done so I can spread my magic. So yes, this is definitely, definitely a manifestation of our top five.
0: Exactly. Well, one thing I'd like to say when you guys do this top five exercise, yes, you want to put on there, you want to start focusing on things that you want to attract, but odds are you're going to have things on there right now that are really negative, Yes, that are really negative, that we call out of alignment. And what you want to do before you start putting the things on there that you want to attract, you want to clean that stuff up. Yes. So whatever it is, you want to start finding gratitude and appreciation for it. So I'm going to give you a quick example. We had a young lady that wanted to attract love. But when we did our top five, love wasn't on there. But she had a lot of things about how much she hated her job. So we're going to clean this up. Why do you hate your job? Well, I don't like the employees. I don't like the boss. I don't like the people there. I don't want to do it. Really rough attitude
1: about negative.
0: it. Negative. Yeah, very negative. So what we told her was to find something to appreciate about your job. Anything. Start finding gratitude and appreciation because that's the key. She couldn't find anything. We're like, come on, think of something. Uh, I don't, there is nothing about it. Does it pay your rent? Yeah. There you go. Did you buy clothes with the money you make? Yeah. There you go. And she was like, well, I like number two pencils. They have number two pencils there. we were like, <laughs> great. All right, fine. We'll start with that. That's a start. So then.
1: So she just started focusing on how much she loved number two pencils and how it felt in her hand and how she liked to write with it and how amazing it is. And just by her shifting her focus to the number two pencil, something Amazing happened. She got promoted. She got promoted out of her job from the people that she didn't care for to a new position. And she loves the coworkers there. And they love number
0: two pencils too. All right. So now, how does that work? What happens is that whenever you have a negative attitude about something, you get more of it. You're going to attract more and more and more of it. More things to feel negative about. Once you start having gratitude and appreciation for it, no matter what situation you're in, then you're going to attract more and more things to feel grateful about. Now, a lot of you guys, once you start focusing on what it is that you want, you're going to feel really good. You're going to get excited. You're going to get in what we call alignment. But then you're going to go, but how's it going to happen? Then it's like, wah, 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 wah. You're back out of alignment, back feeling a negative again. So now, here's the key with that. Your job is to not focus on the how. Your job is to just get clear and focus on the what. What it is that you want. We're in partnership with the universe. Now, keep in mind, when we say universe, you guys can interchange that with God, with whatever you want. We say the universe. We're in partnership with the universe. We are focus and mechanisms. The universe manifests things. We don't manifest things, and the universe is not a focus and mechanism. It's a partnership. We need it. It needs us. We have our job. It has its job. Now, sometimes when you think about, how can I get from where I'm at to where I want to be? Every now and then, yeah, you will be able to figure out the how. But overall, most of the time, if it's something big, you're not going to see the how. Leave that to the universe. Because when you leave that to the universe, it's going to bring it to you in ways that you'll never see coming, in amazing ways. Because you're going to be limited based on your past experiences. So you're going to be limited as far as the how. But when you give it to the universe and eagerly anticipate that it's going to come at the perfect time in a perfect way, it works. Yes. You'll get there. So like most of the things you've accomplished in life up to this point, you didn't know exactly how you were going to do it. You just knew what it was that you wanted, and then all of a sudden, you met the right person at the right time with the right connections, and you met this person, that person, and booyah, there you go. It's going to work the same exact way. That's the top five exercise.
1: Yes, and, and let me just tell you, when you look at the plus and minus signs, the pluses for your positive thoughts, those are fine. Keep those. Keep focusing on them. Decide what order you want them in. And then the negative ones, negative thoughts show up, and you don't want to feel bad about it. You just want to ask yourself, what's the opposite of this? Because if it's making you feel bad, it's something that you're not getting. You're not getting what you want. You're not focused on what you want. You're focused on the lack. So just flip it. What's the opposite of this? That's what I actually
0: want. On that note, people, that is the end of this podcast. Hopefully, you guys learned something. Hopefully, you guys grew. Hopefully, we helped you to empower your lives and get more of what it is that you want. Because that's what our love revolution is all about. You you should have whatever you want in life. This is your life. This is your time.
1: Love your life. Create loving thoughts about your life. That's the love revolution. It starts with you.
0: So on that note, thanks for tuning in to the Amazing Clocks podcast and joining our love revolution on the Black Love Podcast Network. We'll see you next time, guys.